everyone. Hi. My name is M9. And I'm Nixie. And this. And this. And this is out of character. Hello, welcome back to the show. It's episode 14 of Out of Character, the podcast where we dive deep into the world of role playing. We'd like to talk to players, server owners, modders, and have discussions about topics that are important to our community. And one of those discussions, uh, today we're going to be talking about character creation and everything that goes along with. Which these days is not always as easy as it sounds, because character creation is one of those things that whatever you came up with one time is what you're going to be playing for quite a while. Mm-hmm. So you kind of got to stick with it once you've done it. And there's also the whole thing where, like, it just feels like everything's been done, right? Like... Yes. And you have to go in with the idea that, I mean, even if a story's been told or a character's already been made, you can make it your own. You can have your own story. And you never know who you're going to interact with that'll change things up, you know? Or bringing old characters to life and having their story completely change because of who they interact with. Yeah. So one of the main topics that we wanted to talk about here today, other than, you know, the basic character creation and and things like that is AI. And AI is very controversial, (laughs) Um, but there's so many good things that come out of it. So, for example, I am not an artist. I've never (laughs) been an artist. I've always wanted to, and I can pretend sometimes. But there's always that point when you're playing a character. I'm sure you've had this too, where you really wish you could just draw them. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you just want to see what they look like. I get that itch. But, you know, I, I am an artist, although, you know, I, I, I don't draw very often. But I get that itch all the time. That no matter who I'm playing um, or if I'm interacting with somebody a lot. See the scene. I want to see yeah, this character. I, just, I want to so draw many, I can't draw for shit. <laughs> so now that AI is out and you can just type in words and they become a person. Yeah. It so... makes me happy. <laughs> For me, for me, there's a very strange place that I reside in, in the center of it, because I am a creative mind. I do. I am a visual person. I love seeing things. And yet, as an artist, I am slightly threatened by AI. Mm. And and I believe rightfully so. Right. Because at some point I was making money drawing portraits for people or like drawing characters for people. Um now anybody can just, you know, type in a prompt and get something that looks pretty close to their character. Yeah. And that is, you know, an issue of because you have to start like promising that what you're making is real when you do mm-hmm. make it now, which I've heard a lot of people like the real art now is the video of someone actually <laughs> making it unless the artwork itself. Yeah. And it's and it's such a weird thing because now even like Fiverr has like an AI services section and it's it's not even like people hiding the fact that they're using AI at, like at this point I mean, people I'm kind of happy that they're not hiding it though right, right? exactly like no, I, I wouldn't would... want to pay someone for art that they've made and then like end up finding out that it was just yeah, an AI generated yeah, thing yeah. Um, there's also kind of a very especially if you use like mid journey and I know that there's other ones uh, that are popping up like I think there's one called Leonardo uh, now that's coming up and I believe that it's currently free but um, I mean they're all kind of free it just depends on what you want but 
the there's there's kind of a style that AI has, and you can almost tell when a picture is generated by AI. And with Midjourney, there with every version that they come out with of the you know the AI system, they kind of change their style a little bit. And just recently, yeah. I was voting because they were letting paid members you know vote for changes on their new system. And so I was voting for images that I thought looked better. And they, the new system that's coming up or the new update, they're going for like hyper realism. Oh, and so, so this, but, but the cool thing is, is that you'll always be able to like revert back to certain styles. So like, if you like the way that the, like, I think it's version four right now, if you like the way that version four is making images, you can ask the AI to make it in this style as opposed to. Which is the version that I'm using right now. Right. And I mean, let's, let's get to the, let, let's get into it. Right. The, it is very convenient. <laughs> Not just for people that like what you said, you you are not an artist. You don't see yourself as an artist, um, but you are a creative. And in your mind, you can't probably you can't put it down on paper or digital art or whatever, but you can create amazing things in your mind. And the the AI helps you put that or, or like make that. And that's kind of amazing. So then what I do, what I use my creative flexing is fixing the AI image because mm -hmm. they suck. But like, yeah, so you can, it's so hard because people have made real images that the AI is using, you know? Right. That's the part that, that makes me feel icky because AI images are all clippings and fixings and changes to something someone's actually made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's basically it's its own thing. It's learning. just a lot of people's things. Yeah. Which is why it has problems with hands. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, voting on some of the new images for the new thing, almost all of the hands were perfectly, like, done. And oh. it's it's scary because I was looking through some of these images that um, that you're able to vote on. And basically what they're doing is, is that they're presenting you with two pictures every time. And... I think what they're doing is getting an idea of what type of things to change if they need to be changed, right? So, like, according to, like, votes and stuff like that, then maybe some people like, uh, you know, colors better this way or, or whatever better this way. Mm -hmm. um, but the hyper-realism ones, there was some that I couldn't even tell there were AI, like oh. photographs, like not even illustrated art like what we kind of use most of the time but going deep fake but it looks like photographs like somebody took an image of a person in the street and that's what i'm seeing like i mean chat gpt is another one of those things yeah um, <laughs> i hate chat gpt yeah um, because you can use it a lot of things what i'm seeing it used for and have used it myself for is coming up getting some broad details that mm -hmm. you can then kind of detail yourself into right because the actual like details that stuff like chat gpt comes up with is pretty crap <laughs> like yeah. or it's weirdly phrased or there's weird problems with it but what you can do is you can use it to create an outline mm -hmm. or uh give you a broad strokes from a prompt that you can then use to simulate your writing which you can use in character creation as well, yeah. which I just did today. 
And so did I. <laughs> Came up with a character and with AI art and chat GPT background and went, I'm going to play this. Yeah. <laughs> in in less than, I would say, 30 minutes, I had a background for me and my friend and uh, an image that shows him and I both. It, and it's it, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, and uh, Veronica, she, she she said the chat GPT. I, I recently kind of showed her like what chat GPT was. She was mm-hmm. so curious and and how you can use it. I use chat GPT almost on a daily basis. Really? Um, just for because like for, you know, for like my for my personal work or um, the things that I'm working on or it's in some things. It literally has replaced Google. I'm like, give me a list <laughs> of this. <laughs> and and Chad GPT is like, all right, here's a list. <laughs> That's crazy. I haven't got that point yet. I mostly use it for for writing prompts. But the thing is, I, it's, I like like, it's kind of amazing. With- right. Let's be honest. It's It's amazing. The it is. I today I I went in, I gave Chat GPT an idea of what backstory I wanted, and and this thing spits out some ideas, and I'm like, okay, make it so that the brothers have some tension instead, and then Chat GPT is like, all right, let me rewrite what I just said with that detail, and I'm like, oh, yeah. this is getting good. And then I'm like, okay, their parents' name is this. And then ChatGPT just rewrites everything, including the parents' names. So to me, it's I. It's more of a tool, and I feel like that that's what it needs to be. People yes. need to understand that it is a tool. But there are people out there that are taking advantage of it. Let's be honest. There's people out there that are there's getting... Always, there's always going to be that with any kind of tool, right? Um, there's people say, out there like, that are getting no, whole books and selling them on Amazon. Books that don't really even make yeah. sense. That's it. But that's like every new tool, every mm-hmm. new new thing that's used for a purpose is always going to be used for a less than honorable purpose. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many examples of it. First thing that pops in my head is like uh, desktop sharing tools that scammers oh, yeah. use. Mm-hmm. Like it's used for something specific, sharing your desktop so someone can help you with something. For support, yeah. Mm-hmm. But then scammers come in and use it for, you know, you're always going to get those people who use it for not what it was originally intended for. Right. So I feel like that's just a trend. Yeah, that's one of those like it is what it is things. You just you yeah. can only control what you use it for. You don't know like what the bad people out there use it for. But but if you want to use it as a tool yourself, like it's amazing. Use it as a tool. If you go out there and like I said, you try to get a backstory. Not just that. You're like, okay, give me an example of names. It 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 gives you a list of names, and then. <laughs> For character creation, which is what we're talking about today, mm-hmm. as a tool, it's not going to do everything for you, but it will facilitate everything for you. It, it'll it be a huge brainstorming session between you and ChatGPT until you are happy with the result. And I feel like I feel like that's awesome. Yeah, especially because role play can't be taken over by AI. The whole point of role play is you're talking to other people as characters. So for at least our hobby specifically, it is a fantastic tool to get 
prompts, get story ideas, get character ideas, get art for your character ideas to then turn into something greater. Yeah. Which is what your role play is. And yeah, it's I, I've said I've said this several times already, but it, it's it is amazing when, when you're using this tool to help you create, to help you brainstorm things. Ever since I started using ChatGPT, and this kind of sounds like I'm being sponsored by ChatGPT, but <laughs> ever since right. I hey, started Chat using ChatGPT, you want to sponsor? <laughs> Not spawn. No. But ever since I started using ChatGPT, I haven't had. It does sound like a bad It it does. It really does. (laughs) You're like, ever since I started using ChatGPT, my life has changed. My life has completely changed for the better. But no, I haven't had like writer's block. I haven't had a creative block. I've been able to, if I'm like struggling with something, just spit out a thought into ChatGPT. And then it like comes back at me with things. And I'm like, shit that's where i want it to go you know like it, it's just kind of like opening the door for like brainstorming and it's and it's amazing um yeah. but so give us an example of kind of like how you went through and for the people that are here for the purpose of creating characters what is it from like a to z that they can do using ai or anything so when i start the first thing that specifically me when I, I look at what system I'm using, because it's so important, what you're able to do physically in whatever game you're playing, in whatever tabletop system you're using, you need to look at the rules. You need to look at what's available. And you need to like, you know, you have to you have to look at what you're capable of doing as a character. Because say you want to play a cop, right? But you want to take it to Conan it's gonna you're gonna have a clash (laughs) because there's not a lot of ways to be a cop in conan um if you were to take that to gta 5 you'd be fantastic but if you do that in conan you're gonna find resistance right um so the first thing you have to do is what are you using what game are you playing what system are you looking at are you on tabletop are you in a game um and what can you do with your character creation? Right. What are the limitations? What are your limitations? What are If a server has skills, what skills do they offer? One of the first things I always do is look at what skills there are. Because sometimes I basically make my character around that, play into mm-hmm. the strengths of that, of that class I choose. Yeah. Um, like, okay, this class is a wizard. And I want to play a wizard. So now I have a set goal for what kind of character I'm working on because I'm making a wizard. Right. So you always want to look at limitations first. Yeah, and I think that that goes for almost any kind of RP that you're doing or that you're trying is looking at a class list or or race, you know, because in a lot of servers or yes. games, um, your race and your class will determine the type of character you're making. Um, I know that there is some servers out there that are not so adherent to the theme and you can do whatever the hell you want but in in some of the better ones as uh, in my preference is that there's adherence to the theme um that yes. there is a limitation to what your characters can do as to what you are where you're from and what you do 
M9 secretly throwing shade, guys. I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> that was fantastic. Um, <laughs> there was shade thrown so hard just bit. now. It was great. Just a little. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, you have to look at what your limitations are first and foremost, because that will completely flavor where you go with your role play. And then once you know your limitations, you start looking into that's where people start to to twist Mm -hmm. um because some people want to get a name figured out some people want to get a look figured out before they come up with a name you kind of you know you kind of start looking at some people want to figure out their backstory before they do either of those two things um because that's where you can kind of start to grab things and pull them towards you and like look at it and then put it away and look at you know i like to think of it as like you've got a table of raid with all of these options you pick one up and you kind of look at it and go "Hmm, i don't know about that one and you pick a different one right yeah and i think uh and i think to me also you have to think about what you want to do right like you it's not just adherence to the theme but when you know that there are restrictions to your class to your race Think about something that you're going to enjoy, right? Like if I'm going to play a bard or a, a barkeep or or something like that, am I going to enjoy the grind that it takes for me to brew, you know, drinks or <laughs> or whatever? That's just an example. But are you going to enjoy what it is that you are going to have to RP or do in that role? The mechanics. Mm-hmm, exactly. Because that, that goes along with your limitations because the mechanics of what you're able to do, like, if I wanted to be a baker for a character and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to hand out, you know, food to people that I know, but you do it on GTA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Getting a hold of the food really just means running down to the store and buying a whole bunch and giving it out to people. Yeah. Um, there's not a lot to it, but if I want to play a baker, you know, I want to dig into it or... Maybe it is what you want. You know, you want to just go run around and hand out bottles of water or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but I think also... Yeah, you have to look at what you want to do. Yeah. There. Then there's the fact that you you have to think about the things you won't be able to do as well. So, for example, if you are... You want to RP this, like, shy and farmer girl that's never had any life experience, which is great if that's what you want to do. Don't expect you to be taken seriously as a fighter you know (laughs) because it's not your character that's not to say that in rp you couldn't find somebody to train you or to you know a a story that will take you there but don't be like okay i need i need this weapon i need all this armor because i'm going to go in this dungeon and fight uh why you're you're a farmer (laughs) you know (laughs) what is the reason where um, did you learn it? How did your character get that knowledge? Right. Because that's something that you have to think about when creating a character is why do you know what you know? Mm-hmm. What led your character to learning those things? How did they become a baker? How did they become a farmer? How did they learn how to fight? All of these things will flavor your character's backstory, which is an important part of making a character. Because as me and M9 have demonstrated when it comes to making backstories, sometimes you do it on the fly. Right. Sometimes you do it in the middle of role-playing with somebody else, and then you just kind of have to stick with it. There is a some lot of people, improv. Some people write their entire backstories 
mm-hmm. as a 12 page document before ever setting foot in a character and i don't i couldn't do that i can't do that <laughs> i i am in the middle of rp is my favorite way yeah uh, i i always prefer hey we're gonna improv we're gonna kind of go off each other and then whatever happens is part of our story now <laughs> you know like uh and, and nixie so and i uh, yeah there's we are a perfect example of that where we <laughs> we kind of make a foundation of our characters and then throughout as we're having conversations or whatever we're just kind of spitting out facts that now we created an entire kingdom an entire with kingdom. rules and history mm-hmm. and like culture in like a like a day of rp talking right. about it never even discussed it, beca- it oh see Oh, we shot. had no idea of <laughs> anything that this character... We knew that they were from a kingdom, and that's it. Yep. We didn't have anything to determine about the parents or where we came from. Like, I knew I was a, a, an urchin, a street urchin, and I knew he was a prince. And we were from a kingdom, and yep. we knew the kingdom's name. And then we jumped into role play. <laughs> and now, I'm like, I'm writing a book about this shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. really fun. And um, yeah. And it's just as easy as being in conversation and being like, no, my father's an asshole. And it's like, boom, that just happened. Never yes. before in the history of my character we had did no I idea. even know that I had daddy issues. <laughs> <laughs> Literally in the middle of conversation, I found out that his dad was an asshole. And I went, yeah, he really is, isn't he? Do you remember that one time? Because RP is just improv. It's mm-hmm. yes and. It is. Sure. And when you are creating a character story, and you don't even have to be having someone who has a similar shared story. Sometimes you say something and go, I need to remember that in case it comes <laughs> up again, because that's now my backstory. And sometimes it does. <laughs> and sometimes it does come back up. And now you know that about your character. Yeah. They're like, I just learned something new about my own character. But in the process of creating a character, so like what Nixie said, uh, backstory is very important. Whether your server that you're trying to play on requires a backstory, you know, in the application or not, I think everyone should take the time to write something about their character so that you can become familiar with the person you're playing. Mm-hmm. And just getting a small, like even just less than a couple sentences. Yeah. This is who my character is. This is why they learned what they learned. And this is maybe one or two things about them that I like. Yeah. And to go back to like chat GPT, the you literally can go and, and say, hey, what kind of character can I play in a modern server or what type of character can I play in a medieval theme? And chat GPT will not is not going to give you a character. But what you're going to be doing is building one based on suggestions. And that's mm-hmm. where this tool comes in handy and where it's so amazing because it won't ever let you get a creative block if you know what you're looking for so it can tell you hey you can be you can be a barkeep you can be a soldier you can be uh, a farmer and then you're like okay you know what do farmers do in medieval times or whatever and it'll give you more examples and then you're like okay Give me some example of names and ChatGPT will give you some names. And so you start building your character as you're having this conversation <laughs> with an it's AI. It's almost like role playing with the AI because you kind start of. 
figuring stuff out by talking about it. Brainstorming, it's kind of just like having someone to talk to about your character without having to worry about someone using that in character. Because mm-hmm. yeah. they're not going to role play with you. <laughs> right, exactly. But they are totally into the conversation 100%. <laughs> yeah. Because the people who you might be talking about your character might be people who are like, yeah, that's cool. You're like, oh, thanks, lovely. It's it's really, it's it's just... I keep using the word amazing because I can't think of anything else. <laughs> it's very useful. And if used right, you can do some really creative stuff with it. And you can actually step out of your comfort zone a bit as well. Just by asking for suggestions, it'll give you things you might not have thought of. And then you're like, oh, that could be interesting to play, right? And, and you can ask um, the AI to to specify or to kind of break it down further and you go from there and you build up something and you can come up with something really cool. And then that's when you take it over to an art AI and and try to figure out what your character looks like. One of my favorite things was there was a, there's an AI that you can input a bunch of pictures into mm-hmm. and it pops out images from the, those pictures. Yeah. One of the ones I have on my phone is called Me Too and it creates pictures based off of an image you give it yeah so, so i think I leonardo like does that shot of like my conan's character yes and get the cutest pictures back and be like i guess this is what my character looks yeah. like yeah so <laughs> that that's a perfect example nixie because like um conan gives you some like you look good in conan right it's not yeah but i'm pretty sure that if you got some decent pictures and mixed them up with with like live models or whatever like let's say you could even make something good out of like arc models mm-hmm. which will probably be difficult <laughs> it's so but hard to do. Good, good luck <laughs> but my I'm point is is it. that like you're able to to train some of this ai like what nixie said i know that leonardo is doing that where you can actually train a specific model and then you can literally choose that model and say give me pictures of this with this model and it'll always or it'll try its best to kind of keep it looking like that person at all times because you've trained it and provided you know however many screenshots or whatever to to always try to recreate this character and i think um, Taylor, thank you for stopping by. Um, and I think that that is that that's amazing, like an amazing way to move forward with AI. I don't know if you can tell, guys, but we kind of like the use of AI, right? Just in general, we do. It does have that controversial part of it, but yeah, at the same time, I'm so it's torn. Such a great tool. Like I would never use it. I would never use it in a way that is harmful to others. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would ever. Um, and if it's I, it's important it, it, to specify that mm-hmm. it's AI. Yeah, like for me, I'll always use it for inspiration, and I'll always use it for uh, personal use. You know, but if if I am doing anything like I'm selling services to anyone, I won't ever keep that a secret. I and I'll also do something that it's personal, right? Like I'm I'm working on yeah. on a game um, that you know I'll probably share more details at some point, but. I use I'm using some AI art because drawing everything for me would literally take years. <laughs> but I'm using AI. <laughs> That's why uh, it's quick. Yeah, I'm using AI art, and it, it's for me. And I'm able to use it commercially because I pay for a commercial license. But. Mm-hmm. And and that's per- perfectly fine. If I was able, if I was to tell somebody, hey, I can make you a character, or I can do this, and they want to pay me for that, I would want them to know that 
it's it's going to be AI. Even if I yeah. end up making changes to it myself, it it will be AI generated or Which inevitably you're gonna, probably going to have to. Oh uh, yeah. Not quite mm-hmm. there yet. But like I made a token for a character in a tabletop game where I had to completely change her arms and hands because it gave me seven on one hand and the other one was melded into a toy thing it was holding. <laughs> so... And I went no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, it, it, it can get really weird with the extra limbs. <laughs> Fingers are the worst. But anyway, so going back to character creation, though, after you've got a backstory, okay, you got in game, what, what, like, there's still more that goes into character creation than just the basics character Mm -hmm. name, backstory, limitations. Um, Like, we've touched on how the improv of creating the character as you go, but you also have to kind of think of what the personality is going to be. Right. For me, you can give them a backstory to hell, but you don't know what they're going to do in there. Yeah, I completely agree. I'd like to I'd like to kind of hint at my character's personality and their backstory, but you also have to always think about where they're at today mentally and emotionally. Why are they around? So, not just a backstory which is kind of, you know, what led up to now, but what what is happening now? to your character what how is your character going to interact with people right because i can have a backstory that i am the grim reaper but if i retired i am no longer the grim reaper so like what is yeah. my character doing with his life and that's a <laughs> weird example <laughs> that is a really character. weird example but it was for me to like drive the point across of just because something was my backstory doesn't mean that it's currently what's happening with my life Yes. And how are you going to incorporate that into everyday talking? Mm -hmm. Because everyday talking is what you're going to be doing primarily. Yeah. You're going to be working on having conversations with people. Are you going to be a dick? Are you super nice? Are you shy? Are you very forward? Are you knowledgeable? There's so many, you know, there's so many different adjectives that you can use to describe (laughs) your character, but it all comes down to in the moment, how do you respond? And my favorite thing to do after role play, like I've role played something, I will reflect on what I role played and mm-hmm. try to figure out why did my character do that? Or how does this affect what, my character? How, wh- how does this situation affect you? Where are you going to go with it moving forward? Is this going to change you in some way? Because your character should never stay stagnant. Right. Just We've had this conversation the character. before, Nick's- yeah, just because he created the character doesn't mean it needs to stay that way. Uh, right, exactly. We've had this conversation before where, like, after roleplay or after some kind of intense story point, we're like, whoa, I wonder what the <laughs> hell's going to happen now. And But, like, not, like, not even just what's going to happen now, mm-hmm. but looking back on it and going, why did I say that? Right. As my character, because you get into this zone, right? Mm-hmm. Like. It's people call it immersion, people make fun of it, but it is a zone where after you start to learn who your character is, you start doing things that you aren't really consciously deciding. Mm-hmm. You're not deciding I'm gonna be a dick right now, you just say things, and <laughs> that's part of your character. Yeah, um, so afterwards, I like to stop and think, okay, but why? Why did my character say the things they did? Was there a purpose behind it that I was technically thinking, but not really thinking in the moment? Because that's going to flavor your role play as you go through and change over time and be affected by the role play itself. 
Yeah, for sure. It there's a lot to think about and there's a lot to work through. But there's also you can also keep it simple, right? You can keep it simple, oh, yeah. give yourself something to work with and then see what happens. But I think it's always important to what like Nixie's saying is to reflect on what has happened and what can happen because when you log out of a game, you disconnect from that, right? But you're like technically your character is still in that world. Mm-hmm. So what is currently going through their minds? What is when they're sleeping, like, you know, what what is happening with them while you're not playing them? Um, I, I view that all part of character creation as well, just because it's mm-hmm. still it's character creation doesn't just end from the moment you start your character. Oh, that is that is beautifully said because I completely agree. It's you continue to create the character until you stop playing that character. It's just, it's how it is. I'm still creating story for characters. I'm not playing anymore. Because <laughs> I'm thinking, oh, where did they go? You know, what are they doing right now? I'm going to maybe play them in a different server later at a different time. Yeah. And what did they do between those moments? You know, I'm thinking back to characters I've played for, I mean, I have a character that I bring around every now and then. That started in 2009 when I was, like, doing forum play. <laughs> so... You know, character creation never stops. It's yeah. continuous. You are constantly doing it every moment you're role-playing. Yeah. So, like, I think, and I'm not going to say summarize because we'll probably still have more to talk about, but to to kind of point out a few points that we, we touched on, you know, getting a backstory, thinking of your limitations, thinking of, you know, not just only race restrictions but class restrictions, all that will play a part of who you are as a person. You know, wh- uh, where did you grow up? What did you do? Who raised you? Why? Why? What do you know? The things that you know. Why did you leave? Why did you leave? Yeah. And then you know, start thinking about where your character is now and why they're there and what are the things that they're doing and how they are as a person, how they were interact with other people. And that all that stuff is going to add one by one to create this new persona. And that is the character that you'll be playing and living out uh, when you're logged into the game. So it, it is kind of important. Some people don't really put a, like a lot of thought into their character. Which, but, I mean, that's a way of role-playing, too. Yeah. Because yeah. making a really simple character with simple motivations can often lead to really fun role-playing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like a blank slate. Um, and that's okay, yeah. too. But you'll have to be good at improv if you do that type of thing. You you have to be willing to bend slightly. You know, when you have a like a pre-established story and character and, and personality... You know how your character will react to certain things. When you're just in the moment and you're a blank slate, you'll have to decide then and there, will my character like this or not? And if you don't really know your character, you might just go with like an like an OOC feeling shot um, of, <laughs> <laughs> of what it is that you think your character would do. Yeah, because then I feel like those kind of characters often lead to... Uh blending mm-hmm. of real life personality and yep. character personality which can get dangerous yeah because you're reacting most of the time yes and some people do that some people have a really fun time doing that but it can be dangerous to mix 
Because then, what if someone doesn't like your character? And they start being an asshole to your character because they don't like your character. But you've been role-playing basically your own reactions. Mm -hmm. So suddenly, they don't like you. Yeah, now it's personal. (laughs) Now it's personal. And that's a problem. Because you don't ever want it to be personal. It should always be your character and you. Because... Once you mix, you start taking things personally, yeah. which is a big problem the roleplay community tends to have. Yeah, and, and it's People funny because themselves. that kind of goes both ways, uh, Nix, and, and you can chime in on this a bit. But when you have somebody that is playing themselves or maybe they're playing a different character, but they have a tendency of reverting into themselves because mm-hmm. that happens as well. The And I think a lot of the times you end up putting people in an awkward spot as well because, like, if it's me and I don't like your character, but I know that you're just being you, and sometimes I react accordingly, but you completely forget that you're in character, mm-hmm. and, and then you want to take it out of character. God damn. We're just gonna get drunk. Um, <laughs> when you want to take it um, out of character, but then it, it, now you feel offended, right? But it's it wasn't my problem. I am reacting to your character in character, you know, just because to my you, character is responding to you. Yeah, but your character is you. But you're taking what I'm doing as my character as out of character talking to you. And sometimes it makes it a bit awkward for the other person, too. Like for me, it's it's a bit awkward because then I have to try to not offend you because I know you're going to take it personal because you're being you. And and there's times that I have to kind of sugarcoat it or me bend my character to you so that I don't offend you. But it's not my problem, <laughs> you know? It's also not what my character would do. Exactly. Which gets really, like, frustrating when you get put into a position where you, as your character, have to change what your character would do to stop the out-of-character person mm-hmm. from being upset. So that's kind of why you have to think about these. Even if you want to start as a blank slate personality-wise, you do have to think about certain things that you can and can't do as whatever character because Mm -hmm. people are going to have certain reactions to you doing something. If you are a lowlife and you are disrespectful to royalty, you chose that, and people are (laughs) going to react accordingly, not because you are playing yourself but because you were out of place <laughs> your character was out of place and you can't take it uh, and a lot of people will a lot of people will take it as as salt and be like oh this person thinks that that you know that they're the main character in the server no they're playing a noble or royalty and you're playing uh you know a street rat it's <laughs> it's completely you're playing a 2023 person in a medieval server with kings, and you just talk to them like a Gen Zer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's put it as weirdly normalized as possible. Yeah, because like, let's think about just like talked to a king from the medieval times from today. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that wouldn't go well. Think about like I. You, you know how many headed. times I've heard people say "hold your tongue" or like or calling women yeah. the c word and. And uh, in medieval settings, but that's perfectly fine for that setting, like uh, Game of Thrones, and telling somebody to hold their tongue, and then people will get 
offended. Like, why is this person talking to me like that? And it's because that person is a noble and you're not. It's like, <laughs> it has nothing to do with you out of character. So uh, just going back and, and, and not ranting as much, you have to know not just your limitations and, and restrictions, but you have to know the setting that you're putting yourself into mm-hmm. at least that much if you want to be an open, you know, open, um, what is the word? Open character. Yeah. Personality. Yeah, it's just, uh, there's so many things to think about, but really what it comes down to is know your limitations, figure out name, backstory, and I feel like there's a third one. Look, I guess, kind of goes with that. Mm-hmm, look. Um... Where you sorry, there's noise, and I was like, what? Um, and you put that all together, and once you start role playing, you really get to dig into the details and have fun with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fill in the gaps. Yep. With made up stories, made up memories, <laughs> and made up uh, kingdoms and everyone's personalities. <laughs> yeah. <those> kingdoms. <laughs> and and you'll notice how your character will start developing, because like what it. Like when Nixie said, and it's probably one of my favorite quotes in all 14 episodes, uh, you're not done creating your character after you've created your character. It's just you're continuously changing, evolving, and that's... Character creation doesn't end when you start your character, I think is what I said, mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, basically just you're always creating. The whole thing is creation. And... As we kind of mentioned at the beginning of the episode, AI can help you with it. AI can be so helpful. <laughs> so helpful. Nowadays, especially. I really wish I had had it in the past, honestly. I know. Being able to create these scenes that I love or character looks beyond what you could do in a game. Just yeah. so cool. It's funny because the <laughs> we kind of started with... Nixie writing the story for what for our previous characters because I sent her a generated picture of her character when oh, my, my character, character which is a baby. yeah when they first ran into each other as teenagers uh, with a little little uh, like clip of what he like a little short story yeah. of the meeting and I went this is amazing so I wrote a lot. <laughs> yeah, so that inspired her to keep writing, and I and I loved and I made reading. The, it. I brought back to I sent back to him the sorry, um, a a response of the same scene from my character's point of view. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not the and, whole thing because there's a lot leading up to that. And it was awesome, and it's because of that, like because I wanted to see what she would look like in that scene. I wanted to see. Like the young version of my prince stepping out of his, you know, carriage and being like, the fuck? And who the fuck just stopped my carriage? Oh my god. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) The characters were so cute. And And like I said, I'm literally turning that clip and that little AI generated picture. I'm working on a book, guys. Like, I'm Mm -hmm. working on it right now. Like, yeah. I've actually been writing it. It's really fun and it all stems from an AI picture and a little snip that like, we used as a tool, you know. Uh, not, and you know, whenever she feels like she's needs to brainstorm something out, she can use ChatGPT and and it'll give her some ideas and it's not going to say that she that it'll write the book for her, but 
I am always so pleasantly surprised with me saying, hey, can you just like give me some ideas about blank? And it, it spits out suggestions for me. And I'm like, that is exactly what I was trying to think of. And I just <laughs> and I was just blocked. So it it's so it's so helpful. I, I suggest everybody check it out. Um, especially for character creation, like what we've been talking about. If you're a role player, give it a shot. Ask it a couple of questions. Give it a, give it some information about the character you want to play and see what it comes up with. And then go back and forth and change a couple of details. And I guarantee you that by the end of it, you'll be happy with what you'll come up with. And then you get to have the real fun, mm-hmm. which is actually playing that character. Which is being the character. And getting to interact with people as this character that you've spent a fair amount of time working on, which is always Mm -hmm. really satisfying as well. When you put a lot of effort into something and see something come out of it. So, you know what's funny? Uh, Before we end the show, we talked about the AI art, right? And how Mm -hmm. it's a little weird that it's taking like snips and pieces from different art and kind of meshing it all up together, but doing its own thing. Because it's all original art. It's just referencing others right the before let, like let's be honest what we did is we all googled pictures and, and used them, them as space claims right yeah so we were literally taking people's artwork and claiming that to be our character so but now we get something original yeah now we got something original right it it, it might be inspired by certain art you know art styles or whatever but it's original and and we're not stealing that same image from somebody else with no credit at all you know and and, I mean, yeah, and it's more personalized some people you know some most of the time if you're making like a picture you just crop out the part that has a signature yeah yeah most <laughs> of the signatures are like screwed up anyway oh yeah they have like squiggles in the corner yeah but that's just because every art has signatures in the same spot so, so it's like it, this is a picture it just made a blend of, of signatures yeah uh-huh. no but, but but yeah yeah you can we're actually getting something original out of something other people have put a lot of effort into but making something new with it yeah and it's more personalized and you don't have to feel bad about using somebody's exact artwork so mm-hmm. for like this for our purposes i think that this is even better for us i feel like ai art the role play community is a great place for it. Mm-hmm. Agreed. There's a lot of communities that you wouldn't want to see that in, like art competitions or anything like that. Oh, yeah. But in a role play community where you're using it basically just as a picture and yeah. helping you find a character that you're going to expand upon later, like it's a great tool for us yeah. in this community. And there's only so much AI can do, right? If you want a character and you told AI uh, you know like mid journey that he has a scar on his right eye but it's you know he's blind out of that eye it's going to be the more specific you get it'll try but it's never going to be exact so there's still room for you to take an image find an artist and be like hey can you make this look exactly like my character then Mm -hmm. like you're not eliminating you're not getting rid of like um, the world is changing. We got to change with it. And as an artist, I I acknowledge that AI is here to stay. <laughs> so yes, we have to change with it and use it to our advantage. I agree. 
and I think it can be used for some really cool things. It can. Definitely can. And I'm already excited for my next character that I spent making. <laughs> I'm just probably going to make like a backlog of characters. <laughs> just to experiment. And this one I'll play in like three years when I finally have done with this one. And mm-hmm. you just pick and choose which one you choose. You but mean. I'm telling you, I worked on that backstory earlier today. I sent it to my friend and he was like, this is amazing. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. And I literally, you know, just put some detail here and there and, uh, and I refined it. 10 minutes. Yeah. Mine. Like, yeah. I basically just I, I refined it a, a couple times. Yeah, I had to redo like prompt a few times. Yeah. Turns out when you don't put the gender, it assumes male. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, we're not gonna go there. <laughs> we're canceling AI <laughs> for assuming gender. I literally put a prompt and didn't put female and got all male pictures back, and I was like, hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like the gender part is pretty important to specify <laughs> whenever I'm coming up with art. But yeah. uh, Nixie, do but, you have yeah. any other final points to get through to uh, character creation, whether it's AI um, oriented or not? Use it to be creative because mm-hmm. creativity doesn't mean it comes directly from your head. Sometimes it takes brainstorming, working on it, perfecting it and then presenting it it doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be the first thing you think of and it doesn't have to be overly complicated or overly simple have fun with it and make something new because that's something we all are looking for in the roleplay community agreed agreed and ai art can really help to fine-tune things to make interest not ai art but just ai in general ai in general makes it so much easier and helpful to Fine-tune details to make something no one's ever seen before. Exactly. Don't be afraid of asking for suggestions instead of giving it information. Mm -hmm. Be surprised. You'll be pleasantly surprised with suggestions that it'll give you. And be willing to bend a little bit and be like, okay, I never tried something like that before. Let's dive deeper into that. And just don't be afraid to create. Use it as the tool that it is, not as a... a, um, don't be shady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't use it as a, as a crutch. Yes. Use it as a tool. Yes. And I think that, that it, it'll surprise you, especially when it comes to our world of role-playing and character creation. Uh, yeah, I think we've made some good points. I'm going to type up some of our tips and tricks to throw into our Discord. Hell yes. Um, which <laughs> now is the point where I get to plug that because it's my favorite part to do because we've worked really hard on this Discord, guys. So proud of it. We're so proud of it. Um, we've got a Discord now. We oh. have it in the link and everything. If you're on the Twitch right now, it just got posted on our link tree. Um, we have it goes up on YouTube. We're going to start trying to be a little bit more consistent with our scheduling on yep. when things go up. So as you can tell, live show has changed to Wednesdays. We're going to try and get everything on our streaming platforms by Friday. So if you can't make the live stream, check it on the uh, our live stream or the podcasts. Um, yeah, you'll you know, have all weekend to do to. so on YouTube or any kind of podcasting platform. So, guys. And we have a Twitter. Don't forget to do. Twitter. 
I've been posting on the Twitter. I'm going to start putting up polls and stuff for people to interact with. So yeah. please follow it. We only have four followers and two of them are us. Yeah. Yeah. Please, <laughs> please follow even Twitter. Even if you don't use Twitter, just like go, just go follow it. Real I'm fast. not super active Thank on Twitter, you. but also there are polls If on, on the podcast. I actually put a poll. I think it only shows up on Spotify. I'm not sure. It's Spotify only, yeah. But um, if you listen to us on Spotify, give that a, a check and, and vote. And, you know, check us out in any anywhere else. Our link tree will actually show you any single place that we that you can listen to us. And, you know, it is all for your convenience. Our personal twi- twitches right. and stuff like that is also on there. So just got to plug it because we need the, uh, the look-throughs, guys. It'll help the podcast a lot. Mm-hmm, and if all you're doing sure. is liking the YouTube video or tweeting at the t- Twitter. And we have a lot of upcoming plans, so oh God, stick with us, and uh, you know, and we'll work Guys, through all of this together. So, there's so much we're excited to start bringing into the podcast. Yes. We have so many ideas and plans for what we're doing and how we want to do it, and things to do once we start expanding. So, it's going to be exciting as time goes on. It's going to be so exciting, and we hope that you guys come with us on this mm. adventure. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Yeah, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye, guys.